How y'all living today? I'm your host, Zach Shoes, Shoemaker, and I hope you guys are having a very blessed day. Especially with everything going on right now, I hope I can bring you guys some joy, let you guys relax, and just have some fun. But before I go any further, make sure you hit the red subscribe button below so you don't miss anything on Shoes Views. If you could also go and leave a five-star review, a comment, like, whatever it is on whatever podcast platform you're listening to, I more than appreciate that. Now, why would you guys enjoy this episode so much? Well, especially if you're a Louisville fan because you guys get to hear from your two top commits in the 2020 recruiting class, which is a top 25 class. Yes, it's going to be a special episode. You're not going to miss either one of those interviews. What else you don't want to miss, though, is, well, I'm bringing a lot of big-time stuff. Obviously, Shoes Views, Big Time, The Breakdown, and now Instagram Live interviews. You're not going to miss any of that, so make sure you head over to Twitter and Instagram so you don't miss anything. Now, you guys might know this by now, but this episode is brought to you by the Player Circle. Now, the Player Circle is the only social networking app designed specifically for grassroots basketball players and coaches. We'll start with mixtapes, highlights, accomplishments, commitment edits, you name it, to get noticed by coaches and scouts all over the country. Download the app store now. But with that being said, and we get right into the interview. So, Dre's interview is up right after this. I'm blessed to be to welcome on the number 95 overall player in 2020, a four-star, a top 20 small forward, and number two overall player in Indiana. He's, of course, one of the Louisville commits amongst one of the top 25 recruiting classes as one of the stars at Lawrence Central and Dre Davis. What's happening, bro? What's up with you? Not much, man. So, I mean, let's just start off though in life right now. I mean, obviously, we got a lot of stuff going on with the corona stuff. I mean, how's, how's it affecting your day-to-day life right now? Uh, you know, it's kind of tough right now just because all the gyms closed, all the uh, weights closed. I um, really can't communicate with too many of my friends, so it's kind of tough. Can't see family right now, but, um, you know, still lifting, still trying to you feel me, get up shots when I can, just trying to stay focused. Without a doubt, and obviously you guys season came to a close because of it, but you guys had a special run, obviously. I mean, 22-3, and three, you, you and Nigel put on a show all year, Boca All-American nominees. I mean, what was it like playing your senior year? Uh, it was a fun year for me. It was probably one of the funnest years I had. Um, it was fun just to be able to see my growth throughout all four years. Um, you know, we accomplished a lot throughout the four years. Got a lot of awards, self-awards, and, uh, as well as team awards. We accomplished a lot. So uh, this was fun for me. I mean, as you just said, I mean, we could go down a list of the awards, especially you, you and Nigel both won this past year. I mean, you guys won countless awards. But, I mean, what was it like just playing with each other, playing alongside each other, and getting all this done? Um, yeah, that's my boy. Uh, I've been playing with him for the longest, so, you know, it was, it was fun. Uh, it's kind of sad that we got to separate now, but um, that's my brother. You know, that's that's a bond that, that I'll never break. Um, it was something that was like iron sharpening iron. Um, you know, we worked out together. If you seen him, you seen me. Um, always in the gym. He knew my spots. I knew his spots. He knew how to get me going. I knew how to get him going. So, you know, just things like that made it fun. And Nigel's obviously on the last episode, and I mean, he did talk about that. I mean, you guys have been together for a long time now, playing club, obviously high school together. I mean, that bond, like you said, is going to be unbreakable, and it's a special bond you have built, obviously. Definitely, definitely. And I mean, as for you, though, I mean, just talk about some of your favorite moments in your high school career. Um, I'll say my favorite moment would probably be winning uh, sectionals. Um, that was the first time we did it in, like, since 2012, I think. So that was a you know huge moment, huge huge step forward for not only me myself and the team, but the program as a whole. Um, finally got to cut down some nets and got to see how that feels. Got to hold the sectional trophy, so that was that was a fun time for me. No doubt, and I mean, top of your relationship with Coach Gooden. I mean, 
obviously having the coach in a relationship with him is a huge thing in your guys' success. I mean, what was your guys' relationship? Uh, it was it's bigger than basketball, you know. Um, he he, he uh, it's kind of hard to explain, but like, you know, he's like like a big. I can't say like a big brother, but you feel me? Like he's a role model in my eyes, you know. It was something that I could come to him about anything on or off the court. He, you feel me? He always knew when how to push my buttons to keep me going, or just to uh push me in practice or whatever. Um, you know, it's things you feel me off the court. He know what's going on on the court. He know what's going on, so that helped our relationship and uh, helped us help me on the court as well. It was one of those things where I could talk to him, come to. Uh, talk to him on the side during the game. Hey, coach, this was going on, this, this, and that. All right, cool. We can make adjustments. You know, it's rare that you get that. You feel me? So just the communication between both of us definitely helped. And, you know, this is a relationship I think that will also last beyond high school basketball. That's a special thing. And, I mean, obviously, you said it's not something that all coaches and players get. So, I mean, for you, when did it officially click? Or when was the time that you guys really bonded and had that, like, just had that relationship start to grow? Um, so I used to, uh, Go to open gyms with them, like my eighth grade year, so uh, seventh grade year. So um, that's when I feel as though we started to build that relationship. But I feel like it really started to click. Um, my sophomore year, he was basically like, "Hey Dre, you know you got some minutes here and there, but I'm gonna really throw you into the fire this year. You and Nigel, I'm gonna throw you guys into the fire, see how you respond." And um, I feel like ever since then, the, our relationship has grown tremendously. And you did something special. I mean, both you and Nigel, in terms of you guys were able to stay at a high school for. I mean, your high school career, I mean, I mean, what's it like staying at school for that long and especially seeing all the guys, especially top players, constantly shifting states and shifting schools? Um, I feel as though, like, you start to, you feel me, build your legacy at that school, you feel me? Um, one thing we wanted to do was leave our mark, and I felt as though we did that. Um, you know, it's I've been, we've been growing up in this uh, township for a while now, so, you know, pretty much everybody knows us. We know everybody, is, so it's a lot of support. It's a lot of love. At the same time, it's very competitive. So I felt as though this went a long way. And for you, I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's coaches reaching out to you to possibly go play somewhere else. I mean, was there any thought of potentially looking at one of those options, or are you just always stuck in at staying at your school? Um, I knew I wanted to stay there. I mean, obviously, I had other options. Um, I looked into them a little bit, but for the most part, I knew I wanted to stay at LC. You know, I already had – Built a great bond with Coach Gooden. That's something I didn't want to give away. I already had something special there with Nigel, with the teammates. It was just an environment that I couldn't leave no matter what. I mean, we don't know exactly when you'll be able to get on campus with all the stuff going on, but I mean, being able to build a bond there and to build a legacy is going to be obviously a huge thing for you. And what, what's really your excitement to be able to get on campus? <laughs> right now, I'm just excited to be there. Just trying to get there as soon as possible, you know, with all this going on. So I definitely just want to get out there as soon as possible. Um, I'm just excited to get to work right away, um, learn my role, perfect my role, be able to um, accomplish my goals at the same time. Um, I love the environment, the atmosphere, the games at the uh, Yum Center. I'm very excited for that. So I'm just ready to rock and roll, get it going. And you talked about you growing up, you kind of envisioned, you kind of dreamed of being able to play and wear that Louisville jersey. I mean, when did that kind of click that and you knew that that would be the right decision for you both as a player and for you to be able to play at your dream school? Uh, yeah, growing up, I just wanted to play for Louisville. But that, it was kind of easy for me. when they uh, As soon as I decommitted, they jumped right on me. So that kind of made the decision easier for me. And talk about that process. I mean, obviously, we know 
you mentioned Nebraska. Another top player right now is yet to come in, obviously Donovan as well. I mean, what was that original decision to go and decide you wanted to go play at Nebraska? Um, the original decision, um, it was very emotional for me. Um, with Coach Miles and Coach Lewis who recruited me, uh, he's another Indiana guy, so he uh, recruited me very hard. Um, we had some emotional ties there, which made the decision easier for me to go ahead and commit at the time. And uh, at the time, it was very special for me. Uh, it was a school I felt that I owed a lot of loyalty to um, after the coaching change. So I gave it some time. I uh, looked at some other options. I felt that those best if I had went ahead and decommitted. So, but I mean, like at the same time, I still got a lot of love from Nebraska, all the fans. They showed me a lot of support even afterwards, you know. There really wasn't too many people. I was like, oh, boo, whatever. They still showing support. So I, I really appreciate that. That's awesome. I think at the end of the day, I mean, when you put aside the basketball and ties in that, I mean, it is just finding the best place for you because we know that you have the goals of eventually playing in the NBA at some point. And to be able to make sure you're in the right situation is a key thing for you. Definitely, definitely. I agree with that. You're going to Louisville, and we know that they bring in countless NBA players. So for you going into a prestigious school like that, what is your expectation? How do you expect to approach your NBA draft eventually? Um, right now, I'm just focused on my player development. I want to be the best player I can be at the, in the moment. Um, just be able to grow and to mold myself into that NBA-type caliber player. Um, I feel as though Coach Mack, Coach Cahill, and the rest of the staff can help me do that. And for you, they're going into a situation where there are quite a few people that are leaving. And obviously, you know, Jordan is officially hasn't made it yet, but likely projections are that he's going to go pro. So you coming in next year, really, where do you see you're filling in? What's your role going to be? Um, yeah, with the seniors and the Jordan leaving, possibly. And um, I, I think as of right now, I don't know, really. I'm a versatile guy. I can, you feel me, fill many positions. I can play many positions. Um, I really don't, like, have, like, a say-so, like, hey, I want to play here. I can play wherever as long as I'm on the floor. Um I'm versatile offensively and defensively. I can play uh, – I can guard many positions as well. I think that's something that's unique to me. So, um, I think that's one of my roles going into Louisville that they will take advantage of, being versatile. Another guy that obviously will be – is technically a part of your class at the – kind of at the moment is obviously Jay Scrub. I mean, he obviously declared for the NBA draft. Seeing what his options are that way. But for him, if he comes in next year – What's your what's your guys' relationship like, and what would it kind of be like playing alongside him? Um, I mean, I was declaring for the draft, so you know he's obviously already an NBA type talent, NBA caliber player. So uh, that's somebody I definitely want to uh, be able to compete with um, and learn as much as possible from him. Um, seeing that he is already has the chance to go somewhere I want to go, um, so just try to soak up as much uh, information, uh, as much knowledge from him as possible, be able to compete, compete with him. Um, like they say, you want to be the best, you got to go against the best. And another guy that obviously has NBA hopes and a high potential is your teammate you're teaming up with there in JJ. I mean, what's your guys' relationship like and really what was the recruitment process and kind of bring you guys both going to obviously the same school? Uh, I feel as though we got a good relationship now. Uh, we was just talking, to, I think it was yesterday too. Um, JJ, real goofy, fun to uh, talk to, fun to be around. A lot of laughs, so I think that'll be a good relationship. You know, I'm looking forward to uh, building on that as well. Um, moving forward, I think we'll be good. You feel me? He's obviously a very good player, very good feel for the game. So I'm excited to uh, play with him as well as compete with him in practice. Like I said, iron shopping iron. So I think this will be a good, fun matchup for us. 
And all three of you guys, obviously, Jay, once again, if, if he goes and all, but you guys are ranked three of the top 50 prospects ever to attend and commit to Louisville. So coming in with that, what's kind of the expectation and what's kind of the feeling knowing that you are three of the best players they've ever had? Uh, well, for me, I'm a competitor, so you feel me? I always like to win no matter what. I'm going to give it my all, try to win every game that I can. So uh, my expectation is just, you feel me, go out there, do what you got to do to get the win. And for you, I mean, throughout the recruiting process, we know, obviously, there was a lot of stuff behind the whole Louisville stuff a few years ago, and it took a little bit of time. Chris Max now come in, done an excellent job. So what's, as a recruit, does that have any play in terms of what the old staff did at Louisville, or is it just you come in kind of with a fresh slate, fresh mind? No, it's definitely just coming with the fresh slate, fresh mind. I got to meet um, Coach Mack for the first time when my brother went on the visit. Um, I seen how genuine he was, how down to earth, how caring, how kind he was. Um, obviously, we both share the same passion for women. So, yeah, definitely just going in with the uh, fresh slate, fresh mind aspect. Are people still, like, thinking about that, do you think, or are they also just kind of ignoring that fact as well? I mean, I feel as though people, some people do still – Think about that fact beforehand. But I feel so afterwards that actually meet Coach Matt, meet the new staff. I think that definitely clear all the air. I definitely think that uh, thought will start to fade away from people once they actually get to meet the staff. That's awesome. And just talk a little more about Coach Mack. I mean, obviously, once again, he did an ex- excellent job this year. I mean, fourth in the ACC, just not an easy thing to do. I mean, what's it going to be like playing under him? Um. Like I said, he, uh, him and the coaching staff, you know, they do a real good job with player development, which I think helps on the court as well. Um, you know, he's competitive. He competes. In practice, he's going to have you competing. So I think that's a huge thing, just going into the season, having everybody with the same mindset. We compete in every game, come to every game, play the best. Um, like I said, the they have a great coaching staff. Um, I feel the coaching staff as a whole are real down-to-earth, real genuine. People, you stand-up guys, people you can really you feel me, go to talk to about anything on or off the court. I feel like those relationships help on the court as well. Um, each coach sees something different, and I think the different things that they see will come together great as a player. And I feel like with all these things in the fact, that it's what helps Louisville, help Louisville last season. Were there any guys on the roster currently that had any kind of impact on your recruitment? Yeah, uh, on, I went on an official visit late October, I think. I got to hang out with uh, David Johnson, Josh, Sam, Aiden, um, Hogan. Who else? I think that might be it. Basically, yeah, I think that was it. A lot of the freshmen. I hung out with a lot of freshmen. Um, you know, just the experience with them was real fun. Um, you know, some of them still hit me up. A lot of them still hit me up now see how I'm doing, see what's going on, uh, checking up with me by games, you know, just that relation, those relationships like that, just uh, being able to see that they reaching out so that they really care, and that went a long way. Well, we see pictures of you guys, obviously, on your official visits. They're all different, but we don't obviously see the behind the scenes of each visit. So what was kind of what, – what separated Louisville, and what was kind of the process of your official visit day at Louisville? Okay, so basically, first – they, I think, was basically a lot of academics, um, knowing about the – because that's usually me. Obviously, school comes first for me. So just learning about the academics, if they had what I wanted to do in the future, um, knowing my way around campus, stuff like that. Um, then I was able to hang out with the guys, obviously. Got to see a couple of um, museums or whatever. Um, what's the um, 
Muhammad Ali Museum, that was fun to be able to see that. I didn't know that was there. And then uh, just being able to see a couple of practices, um, just knowing how Coach Matt coaches, how the other coaches react with the players. It was good to see that. Um, just basically um, just to get the feel of the environment. Get the, it's a real family environment, real competitive, but it's real fun to be around. So it's something that went a long way to making my decision. And you talk about family a lot. I mean, obviously, I think that's a key thing for a lot of people. But for you, I mean, having that family atmosphere, that kind of just that brotherhood relationship, I mean, what kind of is that importance to you? And really, what kind of how do you feel yourself fitting in and be, being a part of that brotherhood at Louisville? Definitely. You know, uh, growing up, family is all that means everything to me. You know, I was always taught to love your family first. So being able to feel a part of that family meant a lot to me. Talk a little about, obviously, Donovan and you guys commit to Nebraska together. I mean, what's your relationship like, and really what was it like being able to go commit and potentially play with him at the time? That's still my brother. I got a lot of love for Donovan, you know. Um, even before I decommitted, I hit him up, told him how I felt. And, you know, he was very supportive of me, told me to make the best decision for me. So that really helped out. Um, going into Nebraska, I was definitely looking forward to playing with him. Obviously, he's a top 100 recruit, hands down, even with with the injury, as we seen, he came back, had multiple 30-plus point games, had a 50-point game. So, yeah, I was definitely looking forward to seeing that. Um, but it didn't work out, unfortunately. But uh, that's still my brother. I hope the best for him wherever he goes. I hope everything works out for him. Without a doubt. And going back, just talking a little bit more about Louisville. I mean, I know fans have a lot of favorite players they've had of all time. But who's some of the guys, maybe a former Louisville player, that you might remind them of? Um. Like Coach uh, Max said, I'm kind of more like a Dwayne Sutton. As of right now, I feel like that's, that's somebody that I can symbolize sort of kind of. Just a versatile guy, somebody that can do whatever, um, that just really has the passion for winning. You know, got to do whatever you got to do to win. Whether that's, okay, this game just crashed the boards. This game locked down net defending. Okay, this game we need you to score. Just that versatility and the grit to win, I feel as though I, I compare closer to him. Without a doubt. And for you, I mean, at the time once you decommit, you had a couple of options and offers and really went on a few other business too you had set up. I mean, one was obviously you went with Xavier and Purdue, two things you set up. I mean, what were those schools like and why did you really have interest in them? Um, those two schools were also one of the uh, schools that hopped on me right away. So that decommitted, they hit me up. Um, I think my very next open gym, Louisville came. And then after that, Purdue, Xavier started to come to. Um, just seeing um, Coach Painter and uh, Coach Steele come to the gym to watch me uh, open gym, the next couple open gyms, that was huge for me. That showed me, like, okay, yeah, they really cared. They really want me. Um, that was huge for me. Obviously, those two coaches are great coaches. Matt Painter, Hall of Fame coach. So that really uh, went into consideration as well. Like, playing under them, I know I can get better. I know that they will be able to help me reach my dream. When coaches started talking to you, reaching out, visiting with you, coming to your games. I mean, what was the feeling like? And how did you kind of handle yourself with it? That's crazy you ask. I still remember my first offer. It was my sophomore summer. We was uh, in Dallas, I think. We was, uh, I was on the hike with um, the team. I forgot we was on team body. We was on a hike or something. Um, I got a call from SIU. Told me it went off me. That was probably the best feeling I've ever had in my life. Just the relief there. To know, like, okay, school, a school finally wants me. School's looking at me. So just to have that feeling with, went a long way. But it was kind of like, okay, what now? Keep going. Let's keep going. See what else we can get.
what was the feeling when you saw a coach come and watch your game? Um, I think the first time when coach came to see us was um, the Adidas Garland Championship. Uh, it was Tom Izzo. And there was a couple of other coaches, but I really noticed Tom Izzo. I was like the first person like, yo, it's Tom Izzo. Like, he really at the game. That's crazy. Um, that feeling, you know, it kind of put some pressure on you, some nerves. But, um, no, it's just a great feeling to know that, hey, Bill college is starting to look. Um, it kind of gives you that feeling like, okay, now it's time to get the job done. You feel me? And obviously we know for every single high school player, I mean, they dream of being able to play Division One and getting that first offer. Kind of, I mean, it's not official official, but you know that you're going to be able to have your school paid for. And another great moment I know for you, which will be, is obviously when you first get a step foot on the college court, playing in front of all the Louisville fans. What, what, what's going to go through your mind when that happens? I don't even know. Just sitting in the stands watching them play. Uh, every time I hear a school, the roars of the crowd. Man, it's crazy. So I don't even know. It's just something I'm going to have to answer when I'm in the moment. For sure. Last season you played, you obviously had a great season. You put together a great team. And you obviously was once again with Nigel. But what was that experience like? What was your last AAU year like? It was fun. I feel like, though, that that was the best decision I could have ever made to go to UIBL. Uh, that was definitely the most fun I've had in my AAU career. Um, you know, the guys that I played with, we built a brotherhood in that short amount of time. You know, we still hitting each other up, still making sure who we are. Um, like, it was more than basketball. Um, I feel like as though the EYBL put me in a good position to be more successful. You know, you want to be the best, you got to go against the best. And I felt as though I was able to scale and see where I am compared to these better guys that they, you feel me, the higher ranked guys, the more notarized guys. Um, it was fun for me. And you, and obviously, once again, Nigel, I mean, you guys obviously both boosted rankings. I mean, attention, everything grew. And what was it kind of like seeing that as both, you talk about confidence growing for you, but seeing a lot of people start to recognize how elite you guys are? Uh, yeah, like I said, it was just a confidence booster. Like, okay, I see, I, I can play with these guys. I belong in the court with these guys. Um, it was just one of those things like, you know me, I'm always, I'm a competitor, so I always want to win. I always want to prove that I'm the best on the court at all times. Um, just having, knowing that other people are starting to notice, you know, it goes a long way to show like, okay, all my hard work is paying off. Um, it gives you that sense like, okay, don't stop. Now we got to keep going make sure they keep noticing. Make sure I keep proving them. And let's talk about your direct family though. I mean, one person we know is obviously your brother. He's another top 100 player, top 75 player. I mean, just talk about you and his relationship. Um, <laughs> we kind of got like a love-hate relationship on the court, but off the court, it's all love. Um, I feel as though because of him, I am who I am. He makes me better in a lot of ways on and off the court. Um, I'm just happy to see his growth and development as he is for me. Um being able to play with him, it helped me a lot. He was able to notice my weaknesses more than a lot of people were just because he's around me all the time. He was able to help me grow as a player, um, even more so as a leader. And that was huge for me. So I'm really happy about having that season with my little brother. Uh, I'm looking forward to see where he goes from here on out. And you just talk about that. I mean, I think everyone, every fan, every person loves seeing the brother relationship. I mean, we see countless of my brothers team up, play with each other at different levels, and I mean, for you guys to be able to play at least one high school year is a is a, bless, is a true blessing and a special thing. Right. And seeing him now take over as Central Lawrence, I mean, what do you kind of expect from him to be able to take over that team and lead it? No, I feel as though uh, me and Nigel put him in a good position. 
Um, just so he knows how to be able to lead. We put him in positions to where he had to struggle a little bit. So he knows what it feels like. Now he knows how to help others when they're struggling. You know, just that, uh, just the aspect of a leadership role. Um, you know, as a player, I think he'll be fine there. He can play. Um, I, I think he's fired one of the best players in the country. Um, I think, obviously, he can score the ball real well, but um, something that goes unnoticed is that he's an excellent passer. He's able to create not only for himself, but others. So I think there's no doubt in my mind that he'll have trouble leading that team next year. And he is a class of 2022, so it might not work out timing-wise, depending on when you possibly go to the NBA, if there's a route eventually. But probably most likely, I mean, you guys both will be in the NBA eventually. So what would it mean to potentially team up and play at the next level or the NBA level? Nah, definitely. I would love to be able to play with my little brother as much as possible. If time allows, if everything works right and we are able to both play a little bit, perfect. That's the best thing. That's the best news I can have, you feel me? It's my little brother. Um, if we can team up in the NBA, even better, you feel me? Both family can come to one game and be able to see us both. So that's uh, that would be a blessing for me and for him. And I know one part about, obviously, I believe your family obviously has a high academic schedule. I mean, you talked about why academics comes first in priorities. And, I mean, where did that kind of get established from? <laughs> My father, he don't play about that. You got one missing assignment, he don't do about that. So he really established like that. That, like, I don't know how to explain He established, basically, he ain't going for nothing for that school. You got to make sure all grades are in. No missing assignments. Turning assignments on time. Um. It was a point of time where, like, no Bs. So, me and my little brother striving for our A's at all times. So, he installed that in us. That's awesome. And you talk about Louisville having the academics that you want. And so, what are you kind of looking to pursue at the college level for your degree? So, my end goal, if I don't make it to the league, I definitely want to be um, around sports. So, I was thinking of going into, like, sports agency. Um, so, I was going to take um, sports administration. Um and then eventually I want to um, uh, go to a law school and get my law degree. Eventually the ball will stop bouncing. And, I mean, even in the NBA players, obviously they have a lot of money, but it's just thinking about being able to do something else and having a backup plan, having other routes is a huge thing. Definitely. I agree with that. And before I let you go, I was, like, wrapping up with a couple different questions. The first one being, who in your life would you say has been your biggest role model? Oh, that's tough. Uh, I'm going to go with my father on that one. Um he he been through a lot in his lifetime, so he's been able to share a lot of experiences with me. Uh, he's been able to give me a lot of life lessons, uh, put me in positions where I didn't have to go through the things he went through. Um, so, he, yeah, it kind of just, you feel me, put me in a position like, now I, I want to be great for him. You feel me? That's a blessing. I mean, just having, like he said, someone in your family, being a father or mom or whoever it is that can kind of help guide your path and make sure you're going down the right lane is a perfect, is an awesome thing. Definitely. I agree with that. My final thing I was like wrapping up with though is talking about faith. Obviously, being a man of God, I mean, how would you say God has helped get you to the point you're at today? Um, you know, growing up, I'm a, I've been growing in a family, a Christian family. So um, we go to church every Sunday. You know, we real faithful. Um, I just put all my trust in Him. I know everything I, I can control, I will control. I just gotta stay in the gym, keep working, put all my trust in Him. He'll work a way out. He's going to open doors. He'll find a way for me to be able to be successful one way or another. Exactly. And that's why I think it's so special about our relationship with God, obviously, is you know that he's got a path for you. And it's on his timing. As long as you stick to your path and you find it, it's going to work out because you know God's going to put you down the right path. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I definitely appreciate taking time to come on, my guy. Keep on doing your thing, and I can't wait to see you when you're playing at Louisville next year, man. Right now, I appreciate you, dog. No problem, bro. God bless. God bless. Dre's clearly going to be something special that Louisville fans are not going to miss watching. But before we get into the next interview, I need to talk to you guys about something. Recruits News, go check them out right now on Instagram. They're going to give you all the highest updates on men's basketball, women's basketball, and high school, the commitments, everything, you name it. You're not going to miss them. Go check them out at Recruits News on Instagram right now. But with that being said, let's hear in JJ's interview. As this interview is up right after this. I'm blessed to welcome on the number 83 player in 2020, a four-star, a top 10 power forward, and the number one overall player in Kentucky. He's one of the star players this past season, and he was now one of the top players in commits to Louisville. And JJ Trader, what's going on today, bro? Nothing much. Just chilling. How you doing? Pretty good. Let's just get right into this. I mean, obviously, you guys have a special recruiting class, top 25 class. Right now, obviously, one of the guys in Jay, we're not sure exactly what he's going to do with the NBA and all, but talk about at least you and obviously Dre. Um, I think we're both very good players, but uh, I think we he, he's more of a versatile. I feel like we're just very good and we'll fit in the system next year. Both of you guys are the top 100 players. I mean, once again, it's not even including whatever Jay does, but I mean, obviously you guys could easily be a top 15, top 10 recruiting class. Yeah, um, I personally, I think Jay may go, but we'll see what happens. So talk about your relationship with Jay. I mean, obviously we know right now he declared for the draft at this point, but I mean, how is, have you had any contact with him? And what's that relationship like? Uh, I have a pretty good relationship with him. We work out all the time. We, we actually worked out uh, last week. But um, I don't really talk to him about what his plans because I don't want to get in his business. But um, if he comes to Louisville, that would be big for us. But I also want him to help out his family too. Absolutely. And so when you're going through the recruiting process, talk about kind of how it went with you and Dre. I mean, did one of you guys kind of help kind of recruit each other or did you guys both kind of commit on your own? Um, we kind of know each other. We, I played against them in the All-Star game uh, my junior year and uh, I met him. But um, he was committed to Nebraska at the time. And uh, I didn't really have many offers at the time, but over the summer I picked up more offers and both committed, so we didn't text me and building a friendship. What was the process like getting your first offer and then just kind of blowing up from there? Well, after my junior year, I wanted to get a lot of work in, just grind to get to that level. And then once I picked up my first offer from uh, Western Kentucky, a lot of mid-majors started hitting me, and then uh, we just kept working, and I started to reach out to the high majors, and then I got uh, ranked in the top 100, and that's when I got noticed. I started working out for more schools, including Louisville, and I started picking up more offers. And what was that kind of like? I mean, what was kind of like your emotion when you first started getting recognition? I loved it. I mean, from having no recognition to having it all, it was a big deal to me and my family. So we just try to stay humble and keep working. What kind of impact did being able to have that family ties at Louisville already? Um, my family, my family did play a big role in my decision, but I wasn't going to let that sway my decision. I wanted the decision to be for me and, uh, having my, uh, my dad play and my high school coach play for Louisville, I, like they pushed me towards there, but I always just wanted to do what's best for me and they were going to be behind me 
stay with me behind any decision. But once Louisville gave me that offer, I just it was the right fit for me. I felt like I want to stay home, and uh, it was the highest ACC, one of the best conferences, and just I want to be great here. So that's why I picked here. And you just talked a little about your high school coach. I mean, obviously you guys have to have a good relationship to be able to put up the kind of numbers you guys did there. And he did play at Louisville as, as well. I mean, talk about your guys' bond and really what it's like. Uh, we have a good bond. We joke all the time. I've been knowing Coach B since I was like, since I was about nine, nine or so, ten or so. And I've always went to the camps with him. And then, like, because so, like I was in primary school at Barstown. I've been living in Barstown since I was about seven. But uh, when we got in high school, my freshman and sophomore year, he always saw something in me, but I didn't really put in the work in, and I wasn't really committed. But after junior year, during my junior year, I got with him and Dion, and we worked a lot and continued to get better. When was the moment that kind of clicked for you that you knew you kind of had to start turning up the work ethic and kind of start producing at the level you want to? Well, that was after my junior year when I was disappointed in how we lost and how I felt like I wasn't going to be able to play high D1, which I felt like I could if I just got there. But um, so that really motivated me and just kept me going. And once you get the recognition, it makes you want to keep going even more. So just keep working. Let's talk more about your season this year. I mean, you had, you had an incredible year. I mean, 20 points, 11.2 rebounds. What really went into kind of leading this team and kind of getting you guys to the next level? Well, we started out slow. We we had one of the toughest schedules in the um, state, but um, we just had a everybody had to find their role and play it, and that was the key. And then just having players do what they do, and everybody and I try to be a leader, and um, the, another point guard try to be a leader. And those guys started listening to us, and we just started clicking. And then for me, I say. This beginning of the season, I started slow. It was, I was getting used to double teams, triple teams, and defensive adjustments. But after I got used to it, started getting in my game, started hitting my shots. It was like by the time region time, I was on and had some big games in the region. I mean, you were able to win Southern Field Kentucky Player of the Year. I mean, what was that honor like? Um, it was it was a big honor. Something I've always wanted to do growing up just want to continue patting my accomplishments and milestones in college and that's what I look forward to no doubt and obviously that's where you'll be heading obviously whenever that is obviously with all the stuff going on right now but and when you get there what's some of the stuff you really want to work on to be able to get ready for the season definitely I want to get stronger and work on my body because I feel like my skill set is almost to where it needs to be and we're going to keep working on that to where I can have a chance to get into the league. But um, just working on my body is a big part. Without a doubt. And, I mean, talk about your relationship with Coach Mack. Obviously, he had a great year this year, but really, what's your relationship with him? I have a good relationship with him. We talk all the time. Uh, it seems like he is a nice guy. He uh, cares about his guys and cares about me. And he showed a lot of interest in me. That's why I went there. feels like it'll be home and be a guy to play through stuff with and um, guy that pushed me to. Absolutely. And I know a lot of people, when you talk about Louisville, I mean, obviously there's stuff behind them with the whole Rick Pitino stuff a few years ago, but for you as a recruit, when you look at that, do you kind of just wipe that stuff away and look at it more towards 
the new team in the new era? Or what's kind of your thought about that? Um, for a second, we were talking about that. We had a lot of questions. You know, anybody would have questions for that because they don't want their eligibility or being able to play a tournament taken away. So we asked questions, and they're pretty – Louisville is pretty much done with all that. They aren't going to get hit big or nothing like that. So it's pretty much nothing to worry about. I know for some people, obviously, when you look at some of the schools like Louisville, like Kansas and all, I mean, some recruits are a little scared away from that. So if you're trying to like, entice another guy, maybe in the 2021 class, what's kind of your pitch to them if they are concerned about it? Um, nothing's going to happen. If anything happens, it'll be this year. If you're 2021, really nothing's going to happen. But if something happens this year, it'll be small. Like, there's no way they're going to do anything big. And it shouldn't affect us at all. And let's talk about your recruitment process. I mean, Cincinnati, I believe, was number two for you. I mean, and you had a few other schools in the running, but just talk about the schools that you also were considering. Uh, definitely Cincinnati was my second favorite. It was about 50-50 with Louisville and Cincinnati. I was pro-Cincinnati most of my recruitment, and I still had a good relationship with all those guys. I had a good relationship with Western, too. Western, I like Western. Um I like DePaul a little bit. Um, I liked a couple other schools, but uh, it was mainly Cincinnati and Louisville that I was looking at, and it came down to the wire. But uh, just building a better better relationship with Coach Mack and getting to know him better. And I know some of the guys on the team, and that played a little influence. And ACC is obviously better than the American Conference, so it's better for me for my dream and stuff like that. So I feel like it was the decision. And talk about that recruitment process, because as we talked about earlier, I mean, it didn't really start picking up till just about a year ago. And I mean, it kind of was a lot quicker for you figuring it all out. So kind of talk about the process from when you first started doing visits and all that to obviously your commitment. Um, it was fun. Visits, I want to say, I went on it like an unofficial to global my junior year. I didn't have an offer or anything, but it was just really fun. I was like, I want to go on more visits. So after the season, when I went on my first Western visit, it was really fun. And I want to say, where did I go after that? I went to visit Ball State, went to some more, and went to, um, went to Cincinnati twice, went to Louisville twice, went to Western again, went to Kentucky, Xavier twice. Yeah, all those visits were pretty fun and just got to meet a lot of people, but they do play a big role. They're going to advertise. They're going to put their best foot forward. They're going to show you their um, brand, their locker room, and just try to make you want to come there. I think when you talk about that, I mean, obviously let's just talk about Cincinnati and Louisville. I mean, what's some of the comparisons in terms of how your day went when you went on a visit there? Louisville did do something special. They had, like, these really cool videos about um, like local kids going to Louisville and they had these really cool videos of like my highlights and they put it like in Louisville terms. Oh, that was really cool. And then uh, Louisville being able to play on the court with some of the guys, that was pretty fun. Cincinnati, um, there was some pretty cool things too. Um, Cincinnati's just atmosphere was really fun. Uh, going to the football game, Met a lot of people. It was crazy in there. What was kind of the impact of wanting to stay close to home for you? I have a good relationship with my trainer. I'm actually staying down here with him right now. And just staying in the gym with him and um, 
stay close to my mom, stay close to my family. But I wasn't, I wasn't tooling it, like going four hours at the most away, but I, I, I still want to stay in this area. So that's what most of my schools were around this area. That's awesome. And when you talk about next year going in, Louisville's obviously losing quite a few guys. One guy we're still seeing what he's going to do in terms of the draft as well with Jordan. But talk about some of the guys that, how are you going to be able to fill the shoes? How are you going to be able to step in and replace them? Uh, I think we're ready. I think we'll be better next year than most people expect us to be. I think people are under underestimating some of the guys on the team. Like um, David Johnson is a really good player, a couple other guys. But it's just – I can't say how good some of the guys are because personally I've never seen like a couple of them really play for real. But I think we'll be good. We got Malik Williams returning too. He'll be a leader, senior, um, and we should get some more, two more players or another player by the time the season starts. So. And for Louisville fans, obviously a lot of people like kind of having the comparison. So someone that you kind of base your game around, or you kind of a lot like. Um, NBA player, I say. I've, play like like a Rudy Gay type type player um Rudy Gay somewhere a smaller Kevin Durant type player can I talk about how you see that translating to the NBA well I think the best part about my game is I can play in and out I grew up playing most of playing the post but like lately my perimeter skills are just as good or not better than my post skills so just being able to like notice my defender if he's a smaller guy i'm gonna take him in a little bit but if he's a bigger guy or my size use my quickness to get around him and um i think that that'll help me because that's kind of where the nba is going to guys that can do everything dribble shoot pass post up you got to be able to do multiple things to survive in the league and i feel like i'm that fit for that Hey, how do you plan to approach the track record of becoming an NBA player? Um, the most, I want to do two years at the most in college. That's the plan. That's our plan, but I don't really plan on trying to stay more than that. I just want to do my two years and try to get in that draft. But if the situation comes where I need to do extra years, I have no problem playing for a little bit more than, more than that. But my goal is to be two years and done. What would it mean for you when the time comes to be able to be able to play in the NBA or get drafted? That would mean everything. I mean, dream come true. Grew up wanting to play in the NBA, so being able to actually do that and show out for my family, put that name out there, it mean a lot to me. Absolutely. And you talk obviously a lot about your family. I mean, we talked about your dad before, but talk about the importance of family to you. It's very important. Uh, I love. I stay with mom and um and it's basically me and my three brothers but um we just we just all always stick together and always got each other's back so I know and my grandpa plays a big role in my life and I just hope they can all come to the draft when it happens and support me don't agree more man and part of the reason when you started blowing up was playing on the UAA circuit I mean what was it like playing in that circuit uh, it was different. Growing up most of my life, I actually never played AU. I played my sophomore year a little bit, but I got hurt. So last year was really like my first year playing AU. So I got to play against a lot of competition, um, being playing in front of a lot of coaches. That was new. I never really 
played in front of that many coaches before, but being able to do that brings a whole new pressure, but I just got my head right, played through and played my game and showed out for them. And not only that, I mean, you walked away being named Breakout Player of the Year in many different categories, many games and tournaments. I mean, what was it like going in there? Still, like you said, not really a known player coming out as being one of the top players in the country. Well, I just I just thought of it like it's the same as if a high school game. Like, try to keep my head on straight. And uh, one of the games, I want to say Evan Daniels, the 247 sports guy, he came and my coach told me before that he was coming. So I was a little nervous, but I put on a big, I had a big game, and that's when my name really got out there. And multiple co- college coaches was there the next day calling my phone, and that's what a couple weeks later I started getting the rankings. That's awesome. Before I let you go, I was like wrapping up a couple of different questions. The first one being, I think I like what you say is being your biggest role model. My biggest role model? Hmm. To be honest, my mom, most likely. I mean, God always different puts different people in our lives. They kind of help guide our paths and get us down to the point he has for us. And having it be a parent or a family member is a huge thing. Yeah, I try to – she's very hardworking, so I try to mod that and try to be like her as much as I can. Absolutely. And my final question I was, like, wrapping up with, just talking about faith. I mean, being a man of God, how would you say God's helped get you to the point you're at today? Uh, Definitely a lot, um, my mom's big on God, and so am I. So just keep trusting in Him, and anything's possible. Um, definitely, we still go to church a lot, and uh, still want to keep Him in my life because anything, nothing would be possible without Him. Couldn't agree more, man. Definitely, is always there to keep you, and obviously, you're on the right path, man. So keep on doing your thing. Thank you. No problem, bro. Thanks for taking time to come on, my guy. Keep on doing your thing, and can we see you at Louisville next year? Thank you. No problem. Uh, No problem, bro. God bless.